Welcome to another episode of what is now the Inspirant Group Podcast. If you're a regular listener and viewer, Project Violet was acquired by Inspirant Group last year, and I'm super excited to introduce you to this phenomenal company. Now, in this episode, I speak with Megan Newhouse. She is the CEO of Inspirant Group. And in this episode, we do a quick retrospective of 2020 and then talk about the pillars that are going to guide our decisions, our actions, and our mindset moving into 2021. This is a great conversation to get the year started, and it's a great episode to learn more about our company, our culture, and really our personalities. I hope you enjoy the episode. All right, Meg, welcome to the show. Thanks, Daniel. It's good to see you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, great to have you back and uh, in video format again. Here we are. I know we, we like get to, to break look the at norms. Our pretty faces. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to be a shorter podcast, but I did want to bring you in because I was very inspired by your talk uh, to the core team uh, back in December. And I thought it'd be good to just talk about some of those highlights that you had and some of the things that you were um, using and talking to us to inspire us uh, for the upcoming year. Um, so in this podcast, I'm hoping we could talk about just a quick high level retrospective of 2020 and then just looking into 2021. What do you see for Insprint and, and what are the different things that we're going to be working on? Uh, I think it's uh, it'll be a good conversation. Thanks, Daniel. I'm glad it was inspiring. You know, you're the one who brought us the new tagline from inspiration to transformation, and it's really guiding a lot of my thinking ever since you brought that to us. So I'm grateful for that. How can we inspire each other going forward? There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's in the name, so I, I think it's perfect. <laughs> Inspirant. How do you pronounce Inspir- it? <laughs> Inspirant. <laughs> Let's let's uh, once and for all let's share it with everybody. Ready? Inspirant. 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 All right. And, and part right. of the point of this podcast is so people can understand how to pronounce our name. That's right. <laughs> we got it. All right. So so looking back at this, should I say tumultuous year? This year That's a of good change. Word. So uh-huh. quick high level retrospective of twenty twenty. So just talk about. Um, very quickly, what you know, what was difficult? What were the highlights for you? Um, and maybe if you want to get into it, what are some lessons that we learned in 2020 that you want to pull forward into into the new year? Yeah, so I love the new year. I am a person of resolutions, and I love like the flipping of the calendar. We were just talking. Daniel and I both have birthdays early in January, so for me, it's not only the new year, but it's a new age and. I just, I love it. I'm like, it's a fresh start. Let's get going. So I have to tell you coming into 2020, I was like, new decade, you know, everything's new. This is amazing. This is going to be the best year ever. So I'm sorry if I jinxed it. But, um, <laughs> so yeah. And, and you know, an inspirant, um, we were just coming off of our, you know, second year business going into year three. Is that right? I always get the numbers wrong. Um, but we, we had just had our, no, it was our third year of business. Go, going to fourth, um, yeah. So yeah, going into fourth. Thank you. Gosh. Um, so 2017, 2018, 2019. So we're just coming off of real, just a really great year and everything was clicking. Um, we had had, and we're having fun, which for all of us is really the point of this company anyway. Um, so going into 2020, very excited about what the year was going to hold ahead for us. And it was absolutely, without a doubt, the most challenging year I have ever had um, working in, in a business. Um, and I think, you know, part of it is the fact that I'm on the leadership team and there are a lot of um, adulting decisions that had to be made this year about the organization. 
Um, through it all though, with, even with the challenges that we had as, as the leadership and as the partnership to make these really challenging decisions to keep the company going, keep the lights on, keep the doors open, um, there were still so many bright spots and I'm always gonna come to our team first because the team just showed up every day, bringing their best selves, um, supporting each other, uh, stepping in for each other when things were challenging. You know, we, we were all riding a coaster of emotions throughout the year. Not only were the changes around the pandemic and the so social injustice and you know, all of, all of the things, wasn't there something new every month? I think there's a meme about that, <laughs> yeah. but our team, you know, our team, we have some new parents on the team and we have people that are moving. So we had a team member move out of state. We had new members of the team like you, Daniel. Um, and so even through all of that, the team still just, you could just feel like the caring for each other. So that for me is the number one bright spot of the year that I think will definitely pull forward going forward. Um, Another bright spot is that Insprint launched a product. We're a services company. <laughs> we, we, we provide consulting services. And, you know, as some of us were not on client work, we were kind of sitting around and we're saying, gosh, people are really smart and talented on this team, our team of unconsultants. What else could we be doing? And people brought some ideas and the team just came together and gathered around it and supported it and rallied it. And we launched our first product at the end of the year. Um, we, we met some new clients, we signed some new contracts with folks we hadn't worked with before. So what I love about that is that, that nugget of inspiration that you talk about, Daniel, it was there throughout the entire year and it really did blossom in a lot of places. Um, and I think that gives us hope for what this, this new year is bringing to us. Yeah. Just a few things that you talked about. I want to touch on too, cause I am somewhat of a newcomer now, uh, or I guess I'm last year I was a newcomer. I think in this new year, I'll be a regular, but uh, uh, the, one of the first things I noticed coming in was just how tight knit this group was. And I believe it has to do a lot with what you said of you guys helping each other out and being there for each other through a really tough year where people already had a lot of personal changes that they had to deal with and throw on 2020, uh, you know, it's kind of a chaotic year. Um, and one thing that I did notice too, is a lot of companies in, you know, when the economy tanks and, you know, you know, the finances aren't there, a lot of companies go into this defensive position, this, you know, closed mindset of just hunkering down and not doing very much kind of just holding the fort and, and cutting costs everywhere they can. And mm -hmm. where I, I noticed about you guys was in this moment where you were facing the same challenges in all these different ways you guys decided to go on offense and get innovative on how to do that. Um, the product for sure, just like you said, a pivot from services to product um, instead of, you know, finding all these different ways where you could cut costs and, and um, you know, deal with the financial challenges you went out and acquired project violet and you guys, you know, brought me in and started incorporating a lot of the ideas that I had and everyone had um, to improve the company. So there's huge transformation that happened for us in 2020. And I think a lot of it was a mindset from leadership that we're not going to go on defense here. We're going to go on offense and we're going to play the cards that we've been dealt and figure out how to do that in an innovative way. So I think that's a yeah. great thing that happened in 2020 that will definitely pull forward in 2021. 
And I, I mean, I have to give props to Amir for, you know, he really is a visionary and he has been this entire time. Um, and he embodies our belief of a people first company. So this offensive approach, which I love, right? Yeah, we're not gonna, you know, sit and pout like, oh, this year sucked. You know, what can we take of it? What good can we make of this year? And um, being people first, it's really this vision that we have of what this company is and what it's going to be. We see it so clearly and we can't let, you know, a little bump in the road <laughs> like 2020 um, veer us off course from what we know this company is going to become. Very cool. So, so one thing that you, you touched on in the core team meeting at the end of the year was viewing 2021 as this, the stabilization year, but you had three, mm -hmm. what are we going to call them? Pillars, mantras, or, or three concepts. I like, I like the pillars, like the, like <laughs> the, the stool, what are they? The legs of the stool, maybe the legs of the stool <laughs> for 2021. Cause, cause that reads well. <laughs> <laughs> The three stooges. Like, <laughs> the three stooges. Let's go with um, pillars. I like pillars. Pillars. How about <laughs> okay. that? Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll read them really quick, uh, yeah. and then and then we will dive into each of them. So first, it was experiment. Then it was embody and empower. Um, so as we dive into those, why don't we start with experiment? What did you mean by that? And and what were the things that you wanted us to to think about? For well, I, I think what to call this is a great example of experimentation. <laughs> We're experimenting with where this will land. Um, you know, I think, Daniel, with, with you joining us on the leadership team and you and I, you know, now co-leading the organization, um, I think that we're very much aligned in experimenting with what's going to work. Let's try this. Um, let's get feedback from the team. I think that's super important. You, you've mentioned the core team and that's our, you know, full timers that we've got on staff that we really see it's our company. It's not my company. It's not your company. It's our company. So um, mm -hmm. let's talk about what's working. Let's talk about what's not working. We've implemented that with a few things already um, together uh, with the, the product that we've created, Immersity, this onboarding product that's been a bunch of experimentation right down to the name. This is the third name that we're on. Um, so we've, you know, experimented with what we want to call it and um, gotten feedback on where we've landed with that. We um, talked about the comp structure. We've had the same comp structure in place for a couple of years. And uh, we asked for feedback from the team. We listened to the feedback from the team when we've come up with an entirely new approach of compensation, which is way different than anything we've done. And we revealed that to the team at the end of last year. And um, gotten really good feedback on that. So that's that's been fun. And we're not going to always hit it out of the park with that. But with the mindset, this growth mindset, if you will, of being open to viewing what we're doing as experiments, um, that really puts us in the right frame of mind that if it doesn't knock it out of the park on the first time, that's okay. We can go back, we can iterate, we can get feedback, and we can try again. So um, for me, that's just a really fun way of working. <laughs> and yeah. our team is is really embracing that, which is fun to see. Yeah. It, as you were talking about that, I was thinking, do you play any instruments? Are you musical? Any... Nope. No, I, I played the clarinet uh, in grade school and I can tinker on the piano and I have a build your own ukulele that's been on my quarantine list <laughs> to put together. And I totally thought I'd do it over the break and I didn't, but it's really like, I want to put the ukulele together, 
And I took a ukulele lesson on a Hawaiian vacation. And really there's like four chords over the rainbow. <laughs> if you know four chords, you can play like 400 songs. So I just need to get that going. So anyway, long Which story is, short. Yeah. No, so, so, <laughs> tell, me, we, tell me about it. And <laughs> we can go on as many tangents as we like. Uh, but as you're talking about, I was just thinking, uh, so the latest Pixar movie, Soul. Uh, yeah, we watched is, that. Did you watch it? Yeah, it was fantastic. Uh -huh. And yeah. I was just, um, so I grew up, I was classically trained uh, on, on piano and then violin and all that kind of stuff. But I was just thinking of this year, like the experiment mindset is very much like a jazz mindset. Right? Mm, I love Where, that. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I think I'm going to definitely need to work on and think about too, because I was just thinking of the different mindsets musically, classic classical training, you're you know, it's all about precision, right? You have your sheets of music on front of you. You have to play the exact way that it's been written. And they mm -hmm. have all these, you know, ways that they train us to make sure that it's precise. Uh, and, and when you veer off that, it's an error, it's a mistake, and, you know, you shouldn't do that. But in jazz, there's no music, sheet music. There's, I guess there's a general melody line that you come back to and revisit. But for the most part, it's improvisation, it's experimenting, it's riffing yeah. off the yeah. other performers around you. Yeah. And I think that just, just real, it's a great metaphor of, you know, experimenting and, and what our mindset should be. That's what we're doing. We're playing jazz together. I love that. That's we're exactly jazzing. right. We're <laughs> <laughs> you should watch the movie. I know we're, we're like a Pixar ad right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And it's so, you know, they went super existential on this one, which mm -hmm. is, you know, Disney was, you know, what's the meaning of life? It's not just mm -hmm. cartoons anymore. Yeah. Anyway. Great movie, big recommend. Yeah. We can't go wrong with what Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey and they the headliners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Great movie. <laughs> go see it in theaters now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Or not in theaters now. <laughs> <laughs> streaming, streaming, streaming live to your TV. Plus. Okay, well, see if we need to edit that out. <laughs> Don't edit out that metaphor. That metaphor was fantastic. Yeah. All right. So go, going from jazzing with each other uh, <laughs> in our improvisational experimentation, uh, let's go to embody. So mm -hmm. embodying the core values. Let's start with that. And mm -hmm. then, um, you know, kind of doing preach, practicing what we preach. Why don't, why don't you talk mm -hmm. about that a bit? Yeah. So um, for the team to embody our core values, they already do. I mean, really, and I'm not just saying that. So the core values are have integrity, care about the greater good and get it done. And I think you can attest, Daniel, that really you can look at anyone on the team and you're like, yep, they're they're doing everything above board. They're being honest. Yeah, they really care about the people around them. And yep, they're going to get it done. I don't I don't need to worry about it, um, which is so nice to be able to look to your left and look to your right and be like, yeah, okay, every single person here is going to do those things. Um, I have to tell you, though, 2020 really showed me the people first part of our company that care about the greater good. Um, it really was. There was, I mean, there were so many times that I, I can think of a handful of people on the team that were just like, what do you need done? I can do it. Yep. I'll do it. Call them at the last minute. How can I help with that? No, I'll do that. Let me take care of that. Um, and that was all internally, but then there was this overwhelming feeling of wanting to give back. And so um, while we weren't as busy on client work, um, we spent a lot of time giving pro bono hours and we had, I, it's funny. I looked at the budget for the pro bono hours that we went to one of our projects with IC stars and 
think we had estimated around 100, 120 hours. And, you know, we're, we're inching up on 500 hours for that, which is totally <laughs> fine. I mean, it was, it was something we were glad to do. And the team was so great to work with and so grateful for what we were able to do. And it was really fun. You know, we had fun using our talents and our skills to help improve um, some of the processes and technology at the organization. Um, and then with our clients, you know, we stepped way back from the hard push and the hard sales that just didn't feel right. Not that that's really what we do, but you know, we, we were just meeting people where they were. Um, and we just really just wanted to help. And that's, that became a focus. How can we best help? You know, let's put everything else aside, all the, the, here's how it's supposed to be all the classically trained pieces and let's, <laughs> let's riff a little bit and see what makes the most sense. I love that. I, I definitely feel they care about the greater good, you know, coming in as, as, you know, new fresh eyes to, to the culture too. I could definitely see that. And, and definitely meeting people where they were last year uh, was top of mind from just people on the team, just like you talked about, I haven't really seen a culture that really, really wants you to kind of get that work life balance thing figured out. And even in this crazy year, you know, everyone helping each other out, but having uh, the leeway to do that mm -hmm. um, um, all the way to, you know, how we work, but also even the, at the end of the year, the gifts that we decided to give mm -hmm. our clients was, you know, if we really care about the greater good, you know, people, people don't need another fruit basket right now. You know, there's a lot of people that are, are, are you know, in need and, and kind of suffering out there. And, and the way that we decided to deploy that money, I think was, was great. So we yeah, I mean, to... it, yeah, I was going to say if, if our yeah. listeners aren't aware in lieu yeah. of whatever our traditional holiday, holiday gifts typically are, we donated to food banks um, in Northern Illinois and in the Dallas area where we um, have people who work and our clients are located as well. So um, that was important to us, you know, and it, you're exactly right. I mean, if 2020 didn't really bring into focus what is truly important, I'm not sure what else what else can happen in order to do that. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the practice what we preach component and what are the different things that we tell our clients to do that we you know that we start doing as well? Yeah, I mean the the beauty of a startup. What's been so fun to be on this journey is that you know we were kind of building the plane a little bit as we're flying it in some cases. And um, 2020 allowed us to slow down and take a look at what's going on internally. It allowed us to bring you in to mm -hmm. help wave your magic wand and, and make everything look beautiful, <laughs> which you've already done such an awesome job with all of that. Uh, we, you know, we're really smart. I mean, the team, I take me out of it, but the team is really, really smart and talented and capable and, um, we bring really innovative and I would say like best in class, world-class cutting edge solutions, um, that we dream up for our clients. And, you know, I'm just taking a step back and saying, well, can we get some of that too? <laughs> so, um, you know, practicing what we preach, what, whatever we bring to our clients, we should be implementing internally at our organization as well. Um, not only to not be, you know, the shoemaker's children, what that saying is, right, but also um, to prove, as a proving ground for some of the things that we're doing as well. So Immersity is a great example, the product. Um, we, you know, 
have been working together as a team to be really innovative and creative in doing that. But we've also been applying the agile methodology that we bring to so many of our clients um, to uh, go through and create this product, which has been so great for the team to be practicing that, right? Like, I mean, I, you think about an athlete um, and if we're practicing this internally constantly, we're gonna be in, in game shape, you know? So when we bring that to our clients, it's like second nature for us to deliver the best we can to them. Yeah, I definitely agree. Everyone's match fit on immersity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no, it was, it was great going through that program, uh, as a team, um, and then taking it to market. I think it's great. Cause now everyone knows, even if they weren't involved with the product and building it, um, they know what it is and the benefits of it. And we get to reap some of the benefits as well as a culture and an organization. So that was great. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was talking about the agile development of it, but we we did also yeah. take the team. Yeah, you're, exact, you're exactly right. We took the team through it. And um, the beauty of the Immersity program, the idea behind it is to create this, uh, this cultural immersion. So now our core team has had these shared experiences together where we've had these really interesting and in-depth conversations and we've bonded through that and gotten to know each other better um, which I think just kind of adds to the entire beauty of what this year really has brought to our team absolutely and we will link those in the show notes <laughs> if you're interested oh. <laughs> down <laughs> like below oh, we'll see how I edit this yeah <laughs> We can put it's gonna the be fun. Sorry, I was gonna try to make it so easy for you. <laughs> Throwing all these. Should I put my glasses on and make it really confusing? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. We'll just cut yeah, between glasses, cut. no glasses. Cut. Or maybe I'll just not edit it and keep all this in there. Just leave it all. It's, <laughs> it's great. You get uh, it unfiltered. There we go. All right. So to, to round it out, so we have experiment, we had embody, embodying our core values and then practicing what we preach. And then finally empower. So supporting our unconsultants to be their best selves, both at work and outside of work, and then enabling their own careers. So why don't you round it out and, and talk about that a bit? Yeah, I, I might, I might go a little too cheesy on this, but I think you know me well enough, Daniel, to know that I'm genuine. So hopefully our listening audience can feel that as well. Um, one of my favorite quotes ever is a quote that goes, there is no work-life balance. It is all life. The balance has to be inside of you. So um, I firmly believe, and I've always been this way, you get what you get. Like I don't show up as one Meg to work and then I, you know, the computer goes off and I'm somebody else at home. This is me 24 seven. And when I learn of folks who are completely different and have to shift and change for some reason or another, um, it makes me kind of sad and a little bit exhausted for them to have to like put on, you know, put on whatever your work person is and then take it off again. So the whole idea behind Empower is, um, I really think my job as the CEO is to ensure everyone on the team is reaching their full potential. Um, they're, they're kind enough to share their talent with us and just share their time. So much of their time each week is spent on behalf of Inspirant Group. So I believe that it's my job to make sure that they're reaching their full potential, whatever that is. Um, of course, at work, you know, doing what they want to do, becoming who they want to be, 
um, using the talent that they have the way they want to use it, but also outside of work. I don't think there's a line where it's like, okay, I'm going to give you what you need here, but you go take care of that. Like whatever it is in life that you want to reach your full potential, I believe that it's our role to help you get there. So um, that whatever the team comes up with, I mean, it's going to be hard to find something that I'm going to say no to, um, whether or not it directly correlates to the work that they're doing for Inspirant Group. But we've we've got hours set aside for folks each year to, to learn whatever they want to learn. Um, we support certifications. We are We've created our own internal learning program where we're providing lunch and learns um, for our team on a regular cadence. So really whatever it is that we can do to make sure people are um, becoming who they're meant to be, which again, I told you is gonna be a little cheesy, but that's, I truly believe mm-hmm. that that's what our role is in our company here. That's great. I've, I've heard a similar saying of, you know, someone who's truly at peace um, is someone who thinks, talks and acts and all those three things are kind of in sync, mm-hmm. no matter where they are, who they're talking to and all that kind of stuff. Love that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I like that. Um, I think my first lunch and learn is going to be on Bitcoin. Okay. <laughs> There's a Netflix special out. I watched a Netflix special the other night, so that could oh, yeah. be part of the research on it. Yeah. There you go. Are so, you presenting so- on Bitcoin or you want to bring someone in to talk to us about Bitcoin? I figured I'd present on it. Nice. <laughs> do, yeah. do lunch and learn on Bitcoin. Let's uh, do it. We'll see. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so experiment, embody, empower. Any final words of encouragement as we close out of for all of us going into 2021 after a, I'll say it, tumultuous 2020? Yeah, I think that let's just take the reflection and the learning that happened in 2020 personally and professionally. And let's not forget that. So I think we learned to um, slow down a bit. I think we learned to focus on what truly matters. And you'll hear me say it over and over again, it's people, (laughs) you know, putting your relationships with your teammates and with people outside of work at the forefront. Let's continue to put people first and think about that and everything that we're doing. I think 2020 was a transformative year in many, many ways. And the transformation is going to continue exponentially. And if you are focused on the right things, you can stay ahead of that curve. I like it. I may need you to say it again, because I realized when you started again, I was like this. And for the most of the conversation, I'm like this. So if we cut it, it's going to be one of those. <laughs> or we just keep it. Whatever. It's all 2021. 2020. <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, let's close it. I do need to. Okay. Uh, Thank you. Dan. My next meeting. <laughs>